Well, uh, writer and strategist uh, Neil Newman uh, is with us, and we're going to try to answer the question, are our entire lives now to be lived online? Neil, you've just written a piece about virtual reality. You know, it does seem to be moving that way, doesn't it? Everything's online. We're Zooming. We're even doing social stuff. Everything seems to be going on online. How are we defining virtual reality? Yes, it's horrible, isn't it? Mm. Anyway, thank you for inviting me along today. <laughs> You're um, welcome. This uh, this all came about actually, yes, with the realization, uh, particularly, well, actually, really from 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 my kids, mm. who um, are starting to live a lot of their lives online now. They come from a generation of, of very tech savvy um, sort of young people. They're now in their, their mid to late twenties. And um, I first sort of really noticed this back in um, in March when I'm back in the UK, and, and my uh, my daughter and her husband um, social lives were distinctly moving online. So, you know, we all discovered Zoom at the early part of this year. Um, I didn't buy any stock. That was silly, wasn't it? <laughs> anyway, um, I think we, we've all seen that one, and we all, we've all regretted that one already. It's really yeah. silly. It came, uh, anyway, it came from nowhere. Zoom, it didn't came it? from nowhere. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the end of last year, I didn't know what Zoom was. Mm. Um, I was still still fumbling with Skype. Um, but anyway, yeah. So so they were having uh, pub quiz nights online and uh, drinking parties online. Um, my son-in-law is a uh, he um, he works for the Kent County Cricket and he was training the cricket players online online yeah. which is just a bit bizarre and i think yeah. i mean eventually he was he was climbing the walls and um you know had to get out for a yeah. bit but um so i knew that was happening and then of course you know the number of people working from home including myself uh and my daughter and um and so i saw a lot of their lives moving online and then, then week before last i was talking to my son who's actually in california and he has gone through the tech um training he, he studied computer science um in california and uh, he um he's just um starting a new job um actually working for a company that sells wonky vegetables so it's all very <laughs> wonky vegetables you know when the carrots aren't quite straight and they and okay they, you know <laughs> you order a box of these things and uh he's in the in the engineering I guess those thing. organic organic things are tend to be wonky don't yeah, they yeah they're, they're not perfectly mm. perfect sort of um you know uh, city super vegetables um so so he's in the engineering team and he said to me that his whole um the whole process of his, his uh, interview recruitment and everything and and orientation was all online so there was no chance he doesn't have a desk in an office so i don't think mm. they really have an office per se there, there is a hq and they try to get together once a year but the, the engineering team is distributed over several states so he's probably not even met them he hasn't met anybody in person and he may never um because of the the way that they work um so that i thought was very interesting and then mm. so i said to him well you know you've got mates you must be going out with and seeing and yeah he's got a few friends they go picnicking every now and again with his, with his girlfriend and the dog um but he said there that you know many of his friends are now online a lot of them he's never met um and he's in the uh the gaming um the gaming area and so I see, you know, both my kids now, their, their work lives and their social lives are very much on the internet. And they're certainly not alone. I and mean, if you look at the um, just the gaming uh, number of people that play games, and this, this can be everything from, you know, Pokemon Go on your, on your cell phone, if you mm. remember that one, right up to the, um, the eSports and the, uh, the rapidly developing market there. 
you know, a population. I mean, what exactly is esports? I think sometimes well, it's quite difficult to put your finger on what that is. Well, right? it's a whole variety of things, but basically, it is a sport that's played virtually. Or um, and there are two two flavors of it. One is mobile, which obviously is where the the massive growth is, just because it's hard to find people now without a smartphone. And then there's the the high tech, high immersed um, 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 esports games which you play on on a computer or mm. or something with bigger computing power, such as you know Xbox or Playstations and things like that. And it also seems that there is um, there's a trend to watch other people playing esports online as well, right? There is, and this is so. So a couple of things hit me, which was. So you're, Firstly, not, you're not actually playing the game, you're just watching no, someone watching else doing it, yeah, right? Yeah, watching yeah. it. So, I mean, if you, if, if the number of people globally that actually play video games, including the esports, which is a subset, is like 2.7 billion people, yeah. right? That's everybody. Sure, big and number, That's, that's big a number. very, very large chunk mm -hmm. of global population. If you're just looking at a subset of esports, which is kind of interesting because you're seeing now, you know, universities, for example, offering esports um, uh, scholarships, so this is this is moving. So you know, in the US, you wow. get a scholarship if you play football, right? American sure. football or something. But now it's actually, and in the UK, the US and UK, some universities are offering scholarships. But the actual, I mean, the the, the viewing audience is something around about uh, four hundred million people currently at the moment, um, casual viewers. And this is this is expected to go to in twenty twenty five five hundred and forty eight million viewers which is a projection industry projections which is a uh, compound annual growth rate there's a nice term for you 31 <laughs> percent. so it's a really really big high growth business although you could argue that it's because of the various lockdowns around the world perhaps that there's just a lot more time on people's hands you can make excuses why it's happening it is <laughs> happening right sure. i mean so there is a lockdown but even prior to that is a very strong growth uh, industry yeah. Um, and it's, it's a global thing. So, and particularly for, for Asia. So if you look at those 2.7 uh, billion people playing stuff online, uh, in Asia it's about 1.4 billion people. And, of course, these esports and these, these, these game tournaments and things which we read about uh, in the press um, that take place in China attract massive audiences. Yeah. So it's interesting. My my daughter's relationship to this as well is that she's in she's the head of compliance for a company that produces software so that people can gamble on the players, can make bets on the players mm. playing mm. the esports game. Mm. So it's all very intertwined and things. And she she tells me it's it's a huge it's a huge growth industry um, that you know people you can not only just watch, but you can also speculate on the individual players and the individual games. It's. I mean, what fascinates me about that, I mean, I sort of understand the esports thing and, you know, I guess it's an extension of the sort of traditional video games, but this whole um, uh, ability of people to socialise online seems seems slightly strange to me. I mean, can one really have uh, a relationship, whether it's simply a friend relationship or some kind of romantic relationship online without being with the person? You know, I, I don't really consider somebody a friend normally until I've met them, you know, I and, and maybe had a drink with them or something or had some kind of informality with them. But but maybe that's not the case now. Yeah. Maybe I'm behind the times, right? Old school like me. Old right? school. <laughs> I can't. I, I really don't like the sound of this at all. I mean, you know, okay, I'm, I'm a bit old, too old and knackered to go and play rugby now. Maybe I can do it on a video game. But, um, yeah. but yeah, I'm, I'm with you on this. But th this is not the way it, it is developing out there. So, mm. you know, again, my son says that, yeah, a number of his, a lot of his friends that he'll meet online, and they, they use a um, like a chat, 
um, thing, a bit like Slack, which is used in uh, in business, called Discord. And they go and meet up online, and they uh, they can chat and they can play. And there's always somebody there in your downtime that you can you can connect with. Um, but it isn't it isn't isn't totally it isn't completely um, sort of all all virtual. Mm. So, for example. You know, he will have uh, him and his girlfriend. They will have um, sort of parties where people come round, and you know. he, he still meets with his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Still meets with his girlfriend, and um, you know, they they'll they'll have um, evenings um, evenings in. But it actually often includes a virtual reality game of some sort. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's one called uh, Phasmophobia at the moment, which is What's like that? a ghost hunting. What's it called? Phasmophobia. Phasmophobia. Yeah. Okay. Um, which he, he assures me is, is, is definitely hot right now. What basically happens is somebody sticks on the Oculus VR headset, you get in this game, and you're immersed in this 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 chasing ghosts thing. Mm. And he tells me that when you've got the headset on and you, you're basically in it, it is really quite scary. And the, the other you know the other guests, everybody else can watch it on the TV as mm. this, this one person is, is playing it. And he says it can become quite unnerving. Uh, to the point where some people can't can't hack it, have to take it off. Yeah, can't too much, it right? It's too much. Um, but that's a particular game. There's a whole kind. Well, of I VR feel like that with reality. It. Yeah, reality isn't too good at the moment, is it? <laughs> Can really? I turn it off, please? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, how is the technology developing going forward? Then are, are there going to be other things? Do we think that are going to you know affect us in in this zone to push us much more online? Ab- absolutely, and you know the, I mean, there are various always game changers in technology which um are um are sort of you know constantly improving so one one thing of course is high high speed data connections mm. and uh, looking at 5g you know high speed internet and all this kind of thing so as soon as you can actually unplug the physical connection to the internet and still maintain extremely high data transfer speeds then you can actually you can be mobile with these things right so that means that you're no longer you know with a cable you can walk around and you can you can do things like that so so obviously high speed internet is one um hardware obviously is another so if you think about your cell phones every time i go and buy a cell phone there's about, about twice as much memory in the previous one right mm. or the the processor is now a new fantastic fast processor sure. so as these things continue to to develop then then the immersive devices will also develop also and of course there are devices that you can strap on yourself so you can feel things vibrating through your fingers and you can you can you know so you get of a, a sensory uh, type thing a bit like the button on on your your smartphone that gives you a jolt it feels like the button's gone down but it hasn't it's just a little device inside that gives you a little pulse mm. and makes it feel like it and your brain does the rest and the other one of course is, is the software um and image processing as uh, as that develops you find that people you know software companies can develop more um, immersive games but the applications outside of gaming i think is where we'll see probably uh, an impact on our lives in virtual reality so things like um very strong growth in medical and healthcare um uh, sectors so for example you go in for an operation your surgeon might be on the other side of the world actually operating a robot robotic really yeah right. yeah these these which devices. could be good or could be bad because you could have some amazing surgeon the other right. side of the world couldn't you and these devices exist right this right. isn't this isn't a future technology this is happening now and okay. the the 5g the introduction of 5g will make this far more accessible mm. to many hospitals and, and and individuals um things like just shopping as well if you can so there are sort of um, um virtual reality um shopping experiences ikea did one recently and there's various other 
the shopping malls and things that are starting to come online. And then, of course, the big one, which could be a big disruptor for, for Hong Kong, is real estate. Right, So in these post-COVID-19 places, you don't really want to travel around. You don't want to go and see a new flat. If you can strap on a headset and mm. log into a bit of software and walk around um, a, a new apartment or, or whatever, then um, that's probably that's probably going to impact us first, I think. I mean, I suppose that could be uh, good, couldn't it? I don't know. Are you, if you move in, if you, want, you go to a new place, you, you kind of, I kind of feel I want to get a human feel for it. But maybe, again, I'm just old school, right? A I first just, look, right? So you get a first yeah. look, then you might go back physically see it. But I mean, you can, you can ask I, su- I suppose it gets, I suppose it gets around that thing where you sort of go around with a real estate agent who you don't necessarily really like, <laughs> you know, and you go from place to place and he shows you things you don't really want to see until you see the one, you know, the, the only one that's in the list that's actually the one that you, and then you're, you know, so I guess you can see more stuff from well, there. That you way. go, and you can. Mm. You also, you only have to interact with a real estate agent you don't like online, right? <laughs> so you never have to meet them if you don't want to. <laughs> Question is, do we want any of this, really? Though, isn't it? You know, I I see um, every every week I get I get a message from my f- my phone which says my screen time has gone up. You know, and every every week it's more. You know, I'm, I'm spending more time on the phone screen. I'm spending more time on the big screen. I, everything's screen now. You know, and I don't even know what I want that now. Well, this is this is this is yeah. Obviously, it's going to come down to a certain amount of personal choice. But if you mm-hmm. think about how um, the coronavirus is restricting stuff that we can do, mm-hmm. um, then if you want to continue to do things that you enjoy doing, but it's going to become more expensive. So, for example, travel. Mm. So I, I've, um, I have a friend in, in Taiwan who's been working on a startup company to um, have virtual travel tours. So I virtually visited Taiwan and virtually visited Cape Town this year. And the guy at the other end or the, the guide at the other end was, was walking around with the cameras. and mm. giving. So, you know, there, there are things like that which actually may be quite a pleasant experience and something to do on a Sunday afternoon. Um, but, yeah... Wine tasting online, you know, dance parties online, not, not for me. Sh- not sure. Not, not for sure. Me. It doesn't work for me, I'm afraid. Still, uh, maybe it's a place to put our money. We mentioned Zoom earlier on in the in the conversation, you know, and you know, you're an investment strategist at uh, at heart. Uh, you know, are there things where we should be focusing to put our funds? I mean, I guess this is the zone, right? Well, this is the thing, and I and I think you know if you. In the, with with investing in in stocks for most of us, the idea is that you know you you want to invest invest in something that has growth. So the mm. idea is that you buy it now, and sometime in the future, when the growth is realised, your stock is worth more. Mm. So based on that, then yeah, things like esports and VR and uh, and also augmented reality as well. Um, the growth numbers are very very encouraging. If if the, if the analysts out there are right in the industry, then you're seeing somewhere between twenty thirty percent growth. You know, China twenty eight percent growth growth and revenues and Europe maybe a 35% growth so it's definitely a growth industry so how do you access it well you can go out there and you can you can pick individual obvious stocks which you know maybe you know electronic arts for games or facebook which owns oculus and um nvidia of course those 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 video cars that sit in the machines um but to be honest, I think, you know, with something like this, you probably would be better looking for like an exchange traded fund or something that mm. has that. A little theme. bit more balanced, right? Well, not so much balanced, but broader in mm. that, you know, you, you, if you're an investor and you get 
it, it, you get married to a stock, that's often gets very, very risky. And that's the thing that will trip you up because you believe it all the way down. You buy more, you buy more. And invariably, the point at which you sell it is when it rebounds. Mm. So um, to, to invest in a theme like this, which is a theme rather than picking individual stocks, ETFs, which you can find many in the States and many in, in Europe, Unfortunately, not too many here in Asia yet, but that'll happen. Um, so ETF stands for? Exchange Traded Fund. Absolutely. There you go. Cool. Uh, Neil Newman is the investment strategist um, and just wrote uh, an article about uh, the realities of virtual reality. Neil, as ever, thanks very much for coming in. Thank you.